Welcome to the Real Deal of Parenting podcast with Abby Johnson and Regan Long. This show covers all things pertaining to motherhood with authenticity, insight, and a healthy dose of humor with topics from a Christian perspective, ranging from the everyday challenges of raising kids of all ages to high profile issues and current events facing families. There's something for everyone. We've got a great new episode planned for you. So let's dive into today's show. All right, we're live. Good morning, good morning. How's it going over there, Abby? Good morning, everyone. It is going. It's going. I literally, if you look behind me here, I didn't even clean up this because I thought if we're being real, the baby and I were playing, and so we have a whole a whole thing yeah, going. <laughs> I, I I pick them up, put them in the drawers or the storage bins, then they just get dumped right back out. I don't don't even bother. I something is something is um what am i not on the screen anymore okay here i am something is like desperately wrong with my computer i i have this this mac this imac that i got in 2015 i mean it's not that old right i mean like six anyway right i have this imac you know and i love it but I called the Mac store and I'm like, what's going on? It's so slow, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, here's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to back up all your stuff onto some thing that I don't understand. And then, cause I'm not tech savvy at all. And then they're like, and then you're going to have to completely wipe your computer of like you're going to have to do a factory reset on your computer and, and just right. Get it. And then just completely redo reboot the whole computer. Reagan, that makes me so stressed. <laughs> I, I'm like, oh my does, God. does Doug, is Doug good with technology? No, like we don't, none of us know how to do this. Like we, <laughs> none of us know how to do this. I'm yeah. like, that stresses me out. Um, I I don't do technology. I'm gonna lose everything. I mean, I don't know how. To, what do I do? I back up to an external hard drive. They're talking. They they act like it's so easy. Like, and I'm like, what yeah. do you mean back up? And they're like, I don't even know what an external. I don't even know what that is. I and they, <laughs> they treat me like I'm an idiot. They're like, <laughs> you know, like like the Mac guy. You know, he's like the Apple guy's like. You know, you just have to go to this time machine thing on your computer and you just plug it into XY blah, blah, blah drive. And blah. And I'm like, you are speaking a foreign language. Talk to me, me like yeah. like I am your 85 year old grandma. OK, because that's that's who you're talking now. So I, don't yeah. know, I guess I just I'm going to have to like hire somebody to come do it because I don't know what to do. And I, and, I, um, I have the same thing oh, happen with my phone. Yeah, that's a stressor. And um, it, that it, two things that kind of leads me into a segue. So that happened with my iPhone and it's a newer phone and I couldn't take pictures anymore. I take a lot of pictures of my kids and 
thankfully Terry's really good with technology. Um, but there's things like with your phone, like if you're backed up to your iCloud and then it's resaving on your phone and resaving on some iCloud of yours. I, I don't even know what I don't even know what that that is. Where's the iCloud? Like what is that? I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means. So anyway, so as we were going through, and I saw so many posts about this on Facebook. And then I tried this, Abby. I meant to talk to you about this, and we didn't even talk about this. So I don't even know if you know this is a thing or this happened to you guys. So uh, we're going through the different apps and seeing what we can delete to create more room on my phone and so forth. Anyways, again, I, I, this was a few days ago. I lose sense of time. Did you, everybody experienced when you got logged out of Facebook, right? Yes. Did you? Yeah. What was that about? It was, so it was really, it was like short, right? Like you got logged out. Right. At first I thought it was me. I'm like, am I getting taken down again? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I you have like PTSD. Right. PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say wrong? Yeah. And then I, I got right back in. And then, of course, I saw the flow of posts that it had happened to everybody. Well, within like, you know, 12 to 18 hours, people were saying, check your settings when everybody was logged out and logged back in. Like your location settings were turned on. This happened. This happened. And then the horrifying part that I tested out hopefully they've changed this they didn't change it as of yesterday just so scary what our kids have access to they if you type in any single letter in your search bar on facebook like a or just z or h whatever a slew of pornographic videos comes up isn't that and that just took place after this reset. And first of all, okay, maybe I'm maybe I'm a prude. Maybe I I just I'm like, I don't know, ignorant to some things. But how is that how is that even allowed on Facebook? I, I don't know. know. When 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 there's censorship with conservative ideas, but that that's out there. I didn't even know that that was like allowed that doesn't go against regulations i was shocked i was shocked well and here's the thing like child and we're not supposed to call it child porn what are we supposed to call it child sex i don't i don't i don't know child child sex abuse i don't know it's child sex abuse something anyway i don't know somebody in the comments can tell me anyway those videos um especially the ones with children. Okay. Like what here, here's what I understand. You know, these, these companies, they're like, so they're like, you know, Trump puts, I mean, say what you want to about Trump, whatever, but like he puts out a video, big tech takes it down in like, like a hot two seconds. Right. <laughs> right. You've got pornography all over these big tech platforms, including pornography, you know, child sex videos. Um, and what they can't take those down. They don't have the ability to take those. What, what's the deal? Like what, what's, I don't understand. It's, it's mind boggling. And I don't understand how that doesn't go against regulate, you know, the safety standards, the community standards, whatever they're called. You know, I, um, I'm not sure if you got to watch it, Abby. The week before I interviewed you a couple months ago, 
I had on Tim Ballard, who mm -hmm. I would Tim's say great. he's phenomenal. He's he's probably the most you know well known human trafficking advocate. You know, mm -hmm. um, and what I learned was it was just startling. Like we think we all know, and yet we have no idea. And you know, it's is easy to order a child as it is to order a pizza. And that's, that just like, that just stuck with me of, you know, to call up and order a pizza, you can call up and order a child. Now here's, here's the disgusting thing. Not that this should bring solace to people. We were talking about, you know, Tim and I were talking about how human trafficking has become the, you know, number one money maker worldwide. Okay. Mm -hmm. Drugs used to be that. And he's like, think about it. When you're selling drugs, the person consumes it and the drug is gone, right? When you're selling people, you can use them again and again and again and again. So that money is just, and it's, it's just heartbreaking. And, um, and anyways, yeah, so it is a lot of the children are being trafficked right out safely, quote unquote, safely out of their homes just for a few hours, you know, to make money. Um, it's I it's it's and it's happening everywhere. It's happening in every city. You know, we all kind of feel like if we're in a safe spot, you know, that doesn't happen here. We almost put blinders on to make ourselves feel better. And it's happening everywhere. And it's, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Well, it's, I, I think it's, um, everybody always says like, oh, Abby, you always, you know, compare everything to abortion. But look, hear me out on this. If we are willing to, I have a fax machine, okay? I'm the last <laughs> living person with a fax machine in their home, okay? I have a fax machine and that's what's ringing right now. So... <laughs> Somebody's oh. legitimately sending me a fax. So, you know, look, <laughs> nobody's censoring this conservative. Okay. You can still send me a fax. So, <laughs> oh my God, I love it. I wouldn't even know how to work a fax. <laughs> so, if, if all if all this goes to crap, I'm going to send all my conservative friends faxes. Okay. There we go. <laughs> We're we're safe. We're good. Um, now I don't know what I was saying. Oh, yeah. abortion. Okay, so look. So here, people are like, "Oh, Abby, you're obsessed with abortion." Look, this is a thing. No, you know when abortion was when when Roe v. Wade was passed in 1973, they said, you know, look, here's the thing: abortion is going to solve all of these problems, right? It's going to solve poverty. It's going to solve child abuse. It's going to solve, you know, uh. A, you know, the orphanage problem. It's going to, like, it's going to solve all of these things, right? Like abortion was going to be like our, it's going to be the savior, right? Um, to all of our uh, societal ills, right? So we're going to kill, we're going to kill children before they're born so that babies, so that they, children won't be abused, right? That, that was like, mm -hmm. that was the solution. Right. But what we found is that that actually didn't happen at all. So what we found is that since 
since the inception of legalized abortion, child abuse is up, right? There are more instances of child abuse. There are more kids in the foster care system, which would have been orphanages um, back then. We just don't have those anymore. Um, there is, you know, a higher rate of divorce. There is a higher rate of domestic abuse. There is, you know, a higher rate of, of babies being left in dumpsters and whatever. And it's like, that makes sense. Okay. That makes sense to me because if we are willing, there is no one on the planet. There is no human being on the planet. And you can call, you can call an unborn child, whatever you want to, you can call it a clump of cells. You can call it whatever you want. Okay. But in the end, scientifically, this clump of cells is a human being. It has human DNA. There's nothing else. It's just, that's what it is. It's not a cat. It's not a dog. It's not anything else. It's a human being. There is no other instance in, in history, in our lifetime, where you can say to me, it's acceptable to take the life of an innocent human being, except in the case of abortion. So, and there's no one more vulnerable, there's no human being among us more vulnerable than an unborn human being, than a, a human being in the womb, because they can't fight back against their predator, right? They have no voice. The only advocates that they really have for them are people that can't fight for them. I can't go into the abortion clinic room and fight off the people who are trying to take their life, right? I can't legally do that. So they really have no physical advocate for them. They are the most vulnerable, vulnerable population among us. So, you know, here's the thing. When you're willing to kill, to dismember in a very violent way, the most vulnerable group of human beings among us, why then wouldn't we go further and dehumanize, uh, victimize, exploit, harm, uh, even kill a less vulnerable group of humans among us? I mean, it just makes sense to me. So, I mean, if you're willing to kill someone, if you're willing to exploit someone, if you're willing to manipulate someone, literally can't fight back, then what stops you from killing, from manipulating, from exploiting someone who can fight back? Right. And that's where we are in our society today. That's how deprived we are in our society today, we're willing to kill and maim the, the very most vulnerable among us. So of course, we're willing to harm our children after they're born. And that's what the statistics show us since, since Roe was introduced, since Roe was made the law of the land. It, it just makes sense. And it's, it's horrible, but that's just the next logical conclusion speaking of that um i don't know how many days ago this this tragedy happened um when i shared in our blogging group abby that the mother who 
killed multiple children. How many children did she kill? Was it was it five. three? Was it five? Was it was five. five. Five of her children and then killed herself. And you and I had both said these things don't just pop out of the blue. There had to have been signs. There there had to have been things going on. Those precious babies. Um what when we think of a horrific situation like that, I almost can't think of it more than two seconds because I can't, I can't stomach it. I can't fathom that actually occurring. And how how do we make it better? I mean, people's mental health right now is just down the tubes. It's at an all time high for being, I don't know, about as as, as low as you can get. Um, I know well, people, don't, people don't care about one another. No, no. Somebody saw the signs, right? A woman does not, a woman, this woman obviously was suffering from some very serious mental health issues. I mean, obviously she was suffering from uh, some, some very serious postpartum depression, postpartum, not just depression, but postpartum psychosis. Um, Somebody saw that. Somebody knew that. Her husband, her her best friend, her neighbor, her girlfriends, somebody saw that. I can tell you, I've suffered through postpartum psychosis. My husband saw it. My mom saw it. They didn't let me be alone with, with Grace when she was a baby. They saw it. They recognized it. They made me get to the doctor. Somebody saw it. But But we live in a society now. People just don't care. They don't care for one another no. and they're so scared to point it out to people. You know, they're scared to be like, look, I think you're dangerous to yourself. I think you're dangerous to your baby. You need to get help. People don't want to say that to each other. And so because nobody says anything, because we don't care enough to speak out, because we don't want to offend someone, whatever it may be. Now there's five children who are dead and this, and, and the woman is dead. She killed herself. Um, a, a family is is ruined, torn apart. And this is so preventable. The mental health crisis in our, in our country, in our nation, is so incredibly fixable. But people have got to start speaking up and caring for one another and saying, you know what, I think you need help. And, and let me help you. You know, let me let me walk beside you on this journey. But mental health, there's and I mean, I'm saying this as a mental health therapist, there's and as someone who has suffered with my own mental health crisis, like there's just such crazy stigma around mental health in our country. It's really sad. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, you and I have both experienced, you know, postpartum depression and it is. It's. It's. It's not. You have to be unafraid to tell somebody, even if it's just one person. You have to tell somebody, and um, we can't be afraid of. I remember when I had to go on medicine. I felt such defeat. I felt so, um, you know, like I just felt. Defeat, you yeah. know, like, wow, 
I, I, I have to take this to help during this time. And, you know, I finally got over that of knowing, thank God I did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's so much stigma. I went through it. I, I had these uh, unworthy feelings. Um, like, why, why am I not strong enough? Why do I need? I remember telling my midwife, medicine can't make you happy. Like, why are you telling me? I, you know, and so I, I went through all those battles, but um, medicine and therapy and, and, and truly talking it out to get to, to, to the root of the cause and chemical imbalances, those are all real things. Very um, real. Very real. So, so yeah, just everybody keep that family and, and those precious babies, you know, in your prayers. I just want stories like that just terrible. So we're going through, um, what new year transitional period, Abby. And, um, I know our country specifically, uh, I, I feel like the country is still feeling somewhat divided. People are still feeling, you know, we have a side feeling both sides. Um, I think we have such a passionate people that, whoever you are, it's, I'm right, you're wrong. This, you know, um, everybody's still feeling passionate. And as we're going through this transitional period with the new administration, um, lots, lots of things have happened during the course of the last six days. Um, lots of, lots of turnovers, lots of new policies implemented. And so as far as, uh, no, we're not a politics page at all, nor are we turning this into a politics page, but we are a parenting page. And when we talk about anything out there that affects us as moms, dads, that affects our children, that affects us as a family, that's pertinent to talk about. Mm -hmm. And so what are, what are your thoughts on a whole, you know, some factual things that have happened that are affecting families that are affecting our kids over the last six days? Um, you know, I have to say like when, when, um, when I may have said this last week, but when Obama was president, I remember like when he got elected, I mean, I voted for him the first time I was working at Planned Parenthood, but um, the second time when he got elected, I remember thinking, all right, well, you know, okay. I, you know, I didn't vote for the guy, but um, I remember thinking, uh, you know, this stinks, but I, I didn't feel like it was going to uh, affect me, like in a real personal way, mm -hmm. you know? With the with the with the election of Biden and Harris, I, I have to say, um, I feel like this is going to really affect us personally, particularly as Christians, as conservatives. Um, there is a there is a uh, a, a group, a, uh, a secular Democrat group, which. I sort of always thought that's what they were, but um, 
they are in particular a secular Democrat group. They've they've proposed a 28 page document uh, to separate uh, to basically take Christianity and anything religious out of our country. Um, it's a terrifying document. They've given it to uh, the Biden-Harris administration. Uh, they've given it directly to Biden. Um, I don't have any any reason to believe that this isn't something that Biden would entertain. Um, I mean, he he's out there touting himself as a, 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 a devout Catholic, but then believing things that are antithetical to uh, Catholic belief. Um, so I, I don't have any reason to believe that he would not entertain something like this, uh, completely removing uh, religious religion and religious freedom uh, from our from our nation. Um, I don't I'm not I can't say I'm scared. I don't I don't have like a, a fear within me or anything. I don't believe that's of the Lord. But um, but I I I do think, you know, this is really the first time where I feel like I, I, I think that that conservatives, that uh, those of us who who are actually devout in our faith, um, we will feel the effects of this administration because I think they are directly targeting those of us who uh, have strong convictions. Um, so I think that's, you know, that's one thing, but on a, on a sort of a practical level, um, we saw some, some pretty, he, he's already passed 19, he's already signed 19 executive orders. So the funny thing is, uh, they're out here saying, you know, the liberals are out here saying, oh, we toppled a dictator, blah, uh, Trump passed one executive order. Uh, in his first few days of uh, presidency, Biden has now signed 19 executive orders. Um, in he signed 19 in his first three days. Uh, some of them uh, are detrimental to families. He's already uh, he's you know stopped the 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 pipeline uh, from from moving forward. That. Um, is devastating for the oil and gas industry. So people who live in Texas, Pennsylvania, uh, it, you know, it's it's shattered the oil and gas industry. Uh, more than 70,000 people lost their jobs within a 24 hour period. Um, that's devastating right. for families. Yeah. Um, 70,000 people without jobs already in our hurting economy. Um, it makes you wonder, you know, is this part of the plan? Just keeping people impoverished? Um, it seems to be part of the, the democratic agenda, just keeping people enslaved to the government dole, keeping them uh, in poverty forever and ever so that they're just um, dependent uh, on the government um, so that they have to, you know, vote uh, for democratic policies. I don't know. Um but 70,000 jobs already lost. Um, we, uh, we, we saw that uh, the way that our National Guard was treated, relegated to a, 
to a, a parking garage um, after the the inauguration. Um, you know, we see just the lack of respect for our, for our uh, men in uniform, men and women in uniform, and even even the way that they were, uh, uh, you know, going and looking on their social media uh, to see if they were Trump supporters. Uh, it, it was I mean, it was it was bizarre. And, uh, you know, and I know that Governor Abbott here in Texas, he had said that he sent a thousand troops, volunteered a thousand uh of our Texas National Guard uh, to go uh, to the inauguration. And, and he said, you know, I'll never do it again. If this is the way our National Guard is gonna be treated under this administration, I'll, I'll never do it again. Um, so we saw some, uh, some things taking place. Trump had done some significant work with pharmaceutical prices for families. Um, epinephrine and insulin were at record lows um, under the Trump administration, which was incredibly helpful. Um, for families. Um, uh, Biden, in, in his first few days, uh, undid that um, executive uh, order through, through an executive order. So now um, epinephrine prices are now up um, probably somewhere around six to $700 um, for an EpiPen, which is just out of reach for many families, um, uh, you know, who have kiddos that have uh, severe allergies. Um, so, uh, you know, insulin prices are now up, um, skyrocketing again because of this executive order that Biden has put in place. Um, and then, of course, last week we talked about, you know, there's now there's no such thing uh, as women's sports. Um, right. uh, Biden has now signed into uh, into law through an executive order. Uh, one of his 19, um, that, uh, that now, uh, men are, are equally allowed to play women's sports, um, which does an incredible disservice, um, to women. Now women, women no longer have their own spaces anymore, um, which is really the the antithesis of what feminism was all about. So feminism has really flown out the window, right? Rather quickly, right? Um, you know, feminism was was about uh, creating a separate space for women, and now, just like that, in one executive order, um, Biden has made it so that women no longer have their own spaces. Um, men are able to uh, dominate all of women's spaces, including locker rooms, including bathrooms, including sports. Um, women no longer have their own private areas, uh, which is terrifying, uh, especially um, for, for those of you who may have children in public schools. Um, you know, if a boy, a uh, 16-year-old boy one day feels like a girl, um, he'll be able to go into your daughter's locker room and uh, watch your daughters change. Uh, and that was done through, through an executive order um, through Biden. Uh, so there are just a lot of things um, that have happened. I mean, I could go through the list of all right. 19, but um, those, right. are, those, are, those are some of the ones uh, that are, that are uh, directly uh, affecting families, you know, as of today.
You know, um, something I, I want to elaborate on is when when the people are divided and more importantly, when we are, the majority of people are living in fear, that is when they have control, right? It, when people are, again, and you keep them impoverished. So people are, are struggling, the poor are getting poorer, um, our middle class is now falling. Um, you, you're reliant and gonna be submissive to, to the government. So fear um, is a number one, gosh, powerful tool. You know, politically, you and I, um, like spiritually, it's, it's a powerful tool, you know, all around, right? Um, something that stuck out to me last night, I was, I was actually, I was listening to the sermon of, of this priest talk about, you know, social media and Facebook, for example, I think reaches 2.7 billion people if I'm not mistaken. He's talking about, you know, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and so forth. And we have the, and anyone who hasn't watched, I don't know if you and Doug have watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Oh, yes, yes. So the priest was, you know, talking about that. And it is it is mind boggling. Like last night I'm sitting, my phone wasn't even on. We said our family rosary. Terry had mentioned something that he needed to get for the house or he was gonna order nothing related to social. It was a house product. Mm -hmm. After he had left the room, two minutes later, I opened my Facebook. There's the product in my Facebook feed. I mean, it's it, like, it's almost, it's almost, no, it is. It's unsettling. It's just, it's strange. I, so many people have said that if you're thinking about something, talking about something, it somehow shows up on your phone, which is just disturbing on many levels. But so 2.7 billion people, let's just talk about Facebook since we're here now. And we have a couple people controlling what they want us to see, how it's delivered, what they want to take down. So we have a, we have a small group of people grooming our country of exactly how they want it to go. And that is, and unless you are you know, I consider you and I bold and outspoken, and I feel um, I feel our morals and religious values, uh, you know, keep us keep us grounded to not, God willing, never to succumb to to some of these worldly things. But the majority of people, that's that's all they have. That's all they have is what what am I being fed? by a small group of people determining that, what's being taken away, what's being pushed out more. And that is, we're already there. It's not like we're, we're getting towards that. We're there, we've been swimming in that ocean for I don't know how long, but we're, we're more than there. And so um, I, to say, you know, where do we go from here? Who, what news stations can you trust? Who do you, you, people that are torn, who do you believe? I don't, fact checkers, every. No. Well, you, <laughs> can't, I mean, you can't trust fact checkers. I mean, oh, that's oh, that's oh, one of the problems is that funny. you can't trust the fact checkers. Well, um, it's funny. my husband and I have this argument often of, well, not so much as, as of late, but it was always like, if I'd bring something up, well, that was fact checked. That was disputed, but by who? 
by who? If I, I know, don't, I know. If I don't agree with if, with somebody on something, just or oh no, that was that was disputed. That was fact checked. I'm just going to start saying that because it's about as a it holds the relevance of. Well, anything. it's like it's like Snopes. People will be like, oh no, I saw that on Snopes. That's not true. Snopes is literally <laughs> two liberal people who ha sit in their basement. That's who Snopes is. If you don't believe me, go look it up. Snopes, I don't even know that. No, yeah, Snopes was outed. Okay, it's two okay. people who own a bunch of cats, and they they <laughs> live they live in this little house, and they and they they have an operation out of their basement. That's who Snopes is. It's not this big operation like you think it is. It's not. It's two liberal people. You cannot trust Snopes. Okay, stop believing that Snopes <laughs> is like the end all be all. Okay, Snopes might as well be like me in my office being like, oh no. I don't think that's true. I'm good. There, right. there's like no factual basis behind Snopes. Okay, right. I mean right. it's like you just don't know who to believe. And, and let me say, let me say, there are, you know, there are people who were like, there. Okay, there was one politician, uh, who I believed was perfect. And he died on the cross 2,000 years ago. Okay. Um, the, ever since then, we have all been flawed. Everybody has been flawed. Okay. There were things on, there were things uh, that Trump did that I didn't agree with. And in fact, uh, in fact, there are two, uh, there are two of the executive orders that Biden put into place I actually really agree with. I, um, I support DACA, so the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. I uh, support DACA. Um, I think it's it's good policy. My organization, Loveline, has. Um, we're actually dealing with uh, a, a couple of clients who uh, are are struggling with citizenship and and would benefit from from DACA. And so, um, it. it and, and so there are there are you know positions that I support that Trump didn't. I'm I'm not saying that Trump was a perfect politician. I'm I didn't ask him to like be my Valentine or to marry me or anything. Okay. Um, I simply believed that that he was the best on pro life policies. And so for me, that's that's where the end all be all is. I mean, if it, I can't, that's that's how I vote. I vote for for the person who's going to uphold the dignity of the unborn human human person in the womb. Um, so that's it for me. Um, but we, but we, you know, I, I absolutely believe in DACA. I'm really glad uh, that one of Biden's executive orders uh, was to reaffirm DACA. Um, uh, one of one of Biden's uh, executive orders also uh, was to uh, he requested a, an extension. Uh, of the freeze on federal student loan, loan payments. I believe that's a good thing right now. Um, you know, there are uh, a lot of people struggling and especially since he just laid off 70,000 people. Um, I think it's, it's a good thing right now that people need, people need some help with student loans. Uh, so I'm not saying that, that, you know, this politician's always bad and this politician's always good and blah. I'm not saying that. Okay. Right. Um, 
I think that there's, you know, there's going to be things that I always agree with, with this person. There's going to be things I always disagree with. I'm always going to disagree with Biden and, and his support of, uh, of abortion. I'm always going to disagree with him and his support of euthanasia. Uh, because of that, I will never vote for him. I would never vote for him. Um, but does that mean that every single thing he does, I'm going to be like, eh, gross. No, no, that's not what that means. Right. Um, so I think that we need to be, uh, it doesn't matter. I, I mean, it, Carla Scruggs has said, I don't think he's trying to do good things. I think he's only doing political things. It doesn't really matter if it's a political thing, but it does good in the end, then it's still a good thing. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm okay with that. Right. right. Um, and so, uh, you know, I think that uh, I, I will say this, I'm going to do a video about this later. There was a, uh, a, a, a priest friend of mine, um, who's actually a, a cardinal, uh, who's a, a friend of mine. And he recently said, you know, I think that we all need to be, uh, praying that God blesses, uh, Joe Biden. And I have to tell you, I, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. Okay. And this is why I believe that we need to be praying for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And, mm -hmm. and as a family, when we do our family prayers at night, we do pray for them, mm -hmm. but we do not pray that God blesses them. And this is why, because what does it mean when you pray that someone, that God blesses them? That means that you're praying that God's favor will yeah. fall upon them. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, what does that mean? Well, if God's favor falls upon them, that means that their desires, their hopes, uh, that that what they want, what they seek uh, will fall in line without obstacle, without struggle. Well, see, that's not what I want <laughs> for Joe Biden. I don't I don't want uh, his agenda to fall into line without obstacle. Um, I do not want uh, taxpayer-funded abortion to fall into line without obstacle. I want there to be obstacle after obstacle after obstacle, right? So I'm not praying blessings. I'm not praying God's favor right. over Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, even though I, I do deeply uh, love this cardinal who said that. Um, I think maybe he just misspoke. What I am praying for is a deep revival in their soul and in their spirit. What I am praying for is a, a deep sense of conversion, uh, of repentance, right? And that's what we're praying for as a family, because that's really what I believe this country needs, is a sense of conversion, uh, a sense of revival, of repentance. That's what, that's what we all need as Christians, that we're willing to lay it all out on the line, that we're willing to lay our faith out on the line, that we're willing to say what we believe and mean what we say when we say it, right? Um, yeah. That we're not, that we're not scared to be uh, uh, maybe offensive to those who oppose the truth, right? But that we speak the truth anyway, no matter who it offends. And so that's really my prayer for this presidency. And, and I can tell you, Reagan, that we are fervently praying that over 
over this administration, every single person in this administration, including the new assistant HHS secretary, who is uh, that transgender person. We are we are praying for a, a revival and a repentance in that person as well. We are not leaving anybody out because we believe, as, as we have seen in my own life, that no one is beyond the power of conversion because no one is beyond the power of Jesus Christ. Yes, that's beautiful. It's so true. I, um, I agree. And again, we, you know, I, I shared many times we're a split household. Um, and I, I said too the day before Biden got, you know, inaugurated, I said, I, I'm just, I, I want to pray. I, we need to come together. And I had the same thoughts, not for favor over some of yeah. the things that I definitely disagree with, but I, I want to pray for peace and safety. I had said too, when I called all of my friends who were disappointed in the outcome of the election, I had said, if you were on a plane, would you want your pilot to crash? If, would you be saying negative things and trying to distract your pilot? Uh, no, that doesn't mean we need to be submissive and go along with everything. Absolutely not. But of course, do do I want do I want peace? Do I want safety for my children and that of you know the entire country? You know, uh, naturally. So I'm I'm right there with you, and I do know that um, I try to when you and I come out with these bold truths. I'm only bold. I'm not bold over subjective matters. I'm bold over facts slash God's truth. This isn't my word. This is biblical, you know? So that's where I feel extremely confident when I come out, hey, this isn't, this isn't Abby and Reagan. This is, this is, this is God's word. And so if there's anything to be boldly declaring, it's that, and that's where you and I unite in lock arms, trying to gather as many people as we can to, to not be fearful, you know, in that respect. So yeah. amen. Well, sister. somebody asked where I got this shirt. So this I love shirt, it. I've been, I, I love it. Do what makes you holy. This shirt is from a friend of mine's store. It's um, that Catholic design.com. And, um, yeah, you can get the shirt there, thatcatholicdesign.com. And she has it actually in English and Spanish. So, awesome. um, yeah. So, as lo que te haga santo. Ooh. I think that's how you say. Do what do makes what you makes holy in Spanish. Holy. That's for that's for Karina Zapata, who's listening from Mexico. I got you, girl. Oh, um. Anyway, so. Awesome. I love that. And, and 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 speaking of that, Abby and I are, if anyone has some phenomenal ideas, Abby and I have been talking about some things up our sleeve that we want to do along those lines of some yeah. fun. She has awesome, I hate masks. I like, I hate wearing masks, but right, she has right. some really awesome masks too. Um, especially like if you're Catholic, she's got some really great little mask and she's local here to um to austin so i love supporting like small businesses oh look here's lucy oh yeah um 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got some candy for, for the morning breakfast of champions. Um, love it. So anyway, yeah, she's got some really cute stuff and I, I love supporting local businesses. Yeah. So even if you're not Catholic, like you would love her stuff. She's got like the cutest, um, the cutest stuff. And uh, so go check out her stuff that Catholic dot com. Awesome. So and we can even link that beneath. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Like she just has really cute stuff. So, stuff. anyway, yeah. Well, on what that else? note, that I think it? I think that's I, it. Yeah, I think, and I do. I'm happy. I hope we brought you know our messages with 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 certainty, but with love and respect, and um, yeah. So that's what we're trying to do. You know, and we, we were talking about, too, we need to make our, our goal at this stage, what Abby and I want to do, we need to make that stronger and louder for people to be aware because there's not another parenting page out there quite like Abby and I and what we're doing and what we want to do. And so we're going to try to, you know, to bring all that to fruition and, and to make that apparent even more in the upcoming weeks here. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Good talks. It's going to be awesome. I mean, there's just, there's nothing. We're going to, I'm going to go get in the van in a minute. I'm going to go. It's guys, it is like, it's crazy up in here. Um, the real deal. The lock, the lock is gone on my office door. So it's like a free for all. The kids can come in here. And this is their favorite place to play is my office where there right. are absolutely no toys. Right. This is. So they find toys like right. thumbtacks right. and they stick them all over my seat. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thanks my kids that. know how to, blocks don't work. My kids know how to. I'm not on the phone with Nana. I'm on a live, I'm on a live program on Facebook. You want to say hi? Hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've lost the show. We have completely lost. Doug, hey. Doug might as well come in and say hey, hi. Doug. Hey, hi, Doug. Yeah. How's Yeah. I, I said, Abby, I, I told Doug last week, I want him to come on with you so we can talk to a database. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, we need oh, to yeah, do Kelly. That. Look, Kelly, Kelly Ferry's on. Hi, Kelly Ferry. They went to high school together. We did. Remember, buddy? <laughs> Doug, look at people. Hey, Doug. Hi, Doug. It's, yeah. <laughs> He's really the one. Yeah. This is this it, is our life. It's just um, because it's rare. <laughs> I was on all the time. Like, oh, I'll get Doug out of here. <laughs> he was on. He was on. I was on. He ended up making a cameo on our staff meeting yesterday. And Christina Hernandez was like, my publicist was like, can Doug be on all the staff meetings? <laughs> so he's, I just made an yeah. awesome joke. He made a funny comment. He made a funny joke about me. So I was like the know. old man in the, he makes, the Muppets. He makes the dad jokes, yeah. you know, on the <laughs> staff okay. meetings. We need those. We need the dad jokes. Yeah. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to finagle Doug into this some more. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyway, this has been fun guys. And yes. uh, yeah, I mean, we, Oh, Hey Reagan, do you want to make a plug? Like for any of you who are, you know, saying, um, um, maybe for like writers, people who want to maybe blog or something. Yes. 
Yes. So we right now, Abby and I, we have, I want to say it's a short, just under 60 bloggers, amazing bloggers around the globe who write for us. And, um, but we're always, we're always taking on more. So if you go to our website, therealdealofparenting.com, easy to find. Um, if you scroll down to the bottom, you'll see a link that says blog submissions. Simply go ahead, click that. You can send a meme, you can send a video, you can send a micro blog, which is 500 words or less. You can send just a normal blog, 500 words or more. We have a, two phenomenal editors. Um, literally, if you're, if you're just like, oh, I don't know if it's good enough, just send it anyways. So we are constantly taking new blog submissions. We're looking for some, you know, some unique material. Um, so please send away. Yeah. Yeah. And and this is for women and men because Doug blogs for yes. us. So, you know, if you have a perspective, yeah. you know, guys that you want to share, um, you know, please feel feel free to do yeah, to absolutely. do so. Okay, the name of the store for the shirt, thatcatholicdesign.com and we'll put it we'll put it in the comments. Um, oh, really quick, somebody asked me for an update on um, our Loveline clients, uh, little baby Evelyn who was born at 21 weeks exactly and her mom. Um, her mom is 17 years old. Um, she ended up having a, a uterine rupture at delivery because she had an infection in her placenta that they didn't know about um, until after delivery. Um, the, the mom, the 17-year-old mom, is actually intubated right now. She has had a stroke um, and has had a series of several mini strokes. Um, so um, please be in prayer. For her we're not really sure of the damage um she's still intubated um we uh we just we don't know um baby evelyn the 21 week old baby um they did notice a brain bleed yesterday in her and she did have a seizure so they are monitoring her but her lungs are strong uh, which is of course you know one of the main concerns for a baby that's born that early um, but when she was born, she actually did let out a cry um, at 21 weeks, which is, oh. they they couldn't even believe it, um, that her lungs were strong enough to let out a cry. So, um, so yeah, oh. so please, please be praying for um, baby Evelyn and baby her little Evelyn. mom. Um, they are certainly um, not out of the woods yet, either one of them. Um but this this little 17 year old girl is um so strong and um just amazing uh gosh if you knew the whole story about this um it, it's incredible but um but anyway she's she's literally fighting for her life right now um so do do keep uh both of them are fighting for their lives right now so do please uh, keep both of them in prayer oh. Absolutely. We will be praying for them. We got to pray for them. Oh, no. like, I want to eat. <laughs> I want to eat, yeah. mama. Yeah, ready to eat. Where's the milk tray? All right, guys. Well, that was a fantastic hour. Thank you, yeah. Abby. Yeah. Thanks, Good everybody, stuff. for joining in. All right, guys. So we will see you next. Tuesday morning. Yeah, next Tuesday morning. Be there, be square.
All right. Bye, guys. Have a good rest of your week. Bye. Bye. Bye, baby kitchen. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can stay up to date with what we're doing at therealdealofparenting.com or on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. Thanks for spending your time with us. Let's talk soon.